Welcome to the Share Chair podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Please be advised, the following podcast contains profanity. Self-love. Yeah, something I've never done in my life. This is very new as of like two months ago. Hmm. For the first time, I'm pretty cool with who Eldon is as a person. Because through everything... How? How did you get there? It was... I mean, that's great, but like, how did you get there? A therapist had a huge part in doing it, and it's one thing I dislike when I talk to people about it, and they say, oh, well, I don't think I need to go to a therapist. I've got friends who tell it to me like it is. And it's like, yes, but (laughs) if you had a friend who's, uh, let's say, a massage therapist, and he goes, yeah, I think your arm's broken, would you say, good enough? Or if he says, no, I don't think your arm's broken, would you say, good enough? Or would you just go to a doctor just to be sure? Mm -hmm. You'd probably go to a doctor just to be sure. Or we go to a dentist every six months just to make sure there's not something rotting away in your face that might be a problem later on. But we don't treat our mental health like that. We go like, nah, whatever. I think I'm good. I think I can go 50 years without anybody asking me about that, and I'll be fine. And it's something that's only the last 10 years, maybe? Five, even, that it's been a topic of discussion. And for me, it was just having someone clinically say... Because of these events in your life, because of how you grow up, grew up, because of this, these are the reasons why you have all those things. It's not like I was born with them. It was something I picked up, but I picked up so long ago that in my subconscious mind, they feel inherent. And so I have been listening to podcasts since 2009 when, I think the Statue of Limitations is up, so I'll tell the story, but in 2009... I was taking tickets for the girls' swim team meets. And how that worked was it was just a box of cash, and one person comes in, you give them a little, like, little paper stub stereotypical clip art ticket for their $5. I was like, man, I've always wanted to have an iPod, but I'm like 50 bucks short. So for like the conference meet that year in the fall of 2009, I was like, you know what? Ten people didn't show up. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, because that's why I'm here now. So, Mr. Morehart, don't come after me. But, um, but so then I was listening to podcasts from then on, and I've probably, in the intervening almost 10 years, listened to close to 10,000 hours yeah. of audio. It's what I enjoy more than anything, because I love learning, but I hated school. Mm-hmm. So when I get to learn about things or laugh or whatever, or just have someone else's voice in my head, it's the most relaxing thing for me. And I always thought, like, I should do that, I should do that. People tell me, you tell great stories, you're so funny, you have a great personality, you should do this. Like, I remember being in school and once, um, I think maybe it was Mrs. Henry's class, and we were talking about what we were going to do. I was like, I don't know, I think I'll be a lawyer or something. She's like, really? You should be, like, a comedian or something Mm because you're so funny. I was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. That's not for people like me. Like, what am I going to do? Because the weird thing is at that time, it's still just at the tail end of the analog generation where you go, how am I going to be a comedian I'm gonna get in a car and drive to Los Angeles what are you talking about what am I there's no what am I gonna do have some like grade A material about like isn't it funny when your boat gets stuck on the boat launch oh (laughs) wait sorry I'm a privileged white kid I don't know oh sorry my bad it's just not gonna work so the same way with that I was thinking like and I for years and years I've always wanted to do a podcast but I didn't know what to have it be about so I thought well I could do it with some of my friends, and we'll just laugh and bullshit or whatever. But then I think, well, what if one of my friends suddenly then flakes out on it? It's like, oh, the Eldon and Alan show, now without <laughs> Alan, with 100% less Alan. 
And so I waited and waited and yeah. waited. And after I started talking to the therapist, I was just writing a lot by yeah. hand. Yeah. And people have also told me I'm a good writer, but I hated that because like, what am I going to do? I wrote in eighth grade, I wrote for the Grand Rapids Press, a book review about some young adult book from a Michigan writer or whatever, because I was chosen as the best writer of Spring Lake Middle School. Okay. And I went, cool, I'm going to write hot takes for Grand Rapids the rest of my life. That's <laughs> what my life's going to be. That doesn't sound fun. I'm not Stephen King. H- how am I going to be a writer? It just seemed like all of those things were gated to me. Through, through my own head, through no one else. No one else came to me and said, you'll never be a writer, kid. Yeah. Go kick bricks. It was just in my head. I went, I'll never be a writer because I don't get to have nice things. Yeah. And so then I was writing a lot and I realized like why everyone should be doing this. Cause the hardest part after I went to a therapist was not wanting to like beat ev- like, like I was the Jehovah's witness of therapy. Like everyone I talked to like, yeah, I'm seeing a therapist and you should really go <laughs> you know, spread the good news. Uh-huh. And do you have a moment to talk about your mental health? And if I could have left them pamphlets, I would have. But then I realized I, the, the benefit of it is that for me, I, I want to tell in a way. There's like some weird, I don't know, exhibitionist part of me where I feel that I'm in a way doing a service by yeah. talking about my life. So even here where... Guess what? All of Spring Lake might go, oh, wow, Elder Maynard got arrested in 2015. <laughs> and guess what you can do? You can go. You can go to the circuit court. You can look it up. Go ahead. You can figure it out for yourself if you want to do a bit of Googling what I got arrested for. But I realized probably a lot of people have been arrested. Or sure, sure. the whole time I was here, I hid the fact that I had an alcoholic parent. I never told, never told anyone, even my friends, hey, can I spend the night at your house? No. Where's your mom? I don't know. Just like yeah. all of that hiding and hiding and hiding and hiding and hiding. And at this point, it's like, and that sort of same selfless part of me that got me in trouble in relationships by not establishing myself, yeah. I've kind of mutated it into this like pin cushion for the world, which is like, if I die the martyr of telling my life story, if I go to a job interview and they go, yeah, we did, a, we somehow hunted down your Instagram and we found a clip and we listened to it. And we heard about that time when this happened, so we're not going to hire you. Fine. Yeah. Because someone's got to do it. If you were to give advice to somebody, you know, one piece of advice to anybody, to teachers, students, to podcast, I don't know, what would that be? To live deliberately to me, because that's one thing I look at with so many times in my life that I... I don't believe in regret is something you should hold on to. It's a great learning tool and then leave it. Learn the lesson from regret and then leave it. Don't, today if I woke up in the morning going, man, I regret the things that led to this or that, that does me nothing. Learn the lesson and move on. And for me, the times on my life that I look back at with the most regret or the most what ifs are times when I wasn't living deliberately. If you're going to do it, do it. Just do it. Don't, don't think in any other way about it. If you want to do something and it's not going to hurt anyone, do it, period. Because the longer you wait, the less it will be. Because if I had this idea for my podcast five years ago, where would it be? If I had started all of those things I put off, where might I be now? So all you're doing is delaying the inevitable. Whether it's I wake up when I'm 60 and it's like, all right, everyone, it's time for Letters to Myself, episode one (laughs) in the year 
2054. <laughs> Luckily, I got on it in 2018. But that's my only advice. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I We could really talk longer, I know, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. Uh, Eldon, great to hear your journey and your story. Thanks, man. Sure.